Welcome to KSL Cafecito, the podcast where we talk all things culture over some nice cafecito. I'm Yvette Cruz. And I'm Joel Caranas. And in this episode, we're discussing ego. Now, this topic came from a random conversation that Joel and I had just a few days ago, and we were talking about how one's ego can basically ruin relationships. It has that power. And so we decided to pause that conversation and then talk about it on Cafecito. Yeah. So without further ado, here goes this episode on ego. Now, Shual, you had mentioned the other day that egos can turn teamwork and friendships and even relationships into complete disasters. Yes. So let's talk about that. How How so? Well, I think that we all have some sort of ego in one way or another. And I know some of us who try to be a little bit more humble than us say, oh, no, that's not true. I have no ego that I'm this or whatnot. No, there's some sort of pride. There's some sense of pride. We all have some sort of sense of pride. And that's just human nature. That's not because that's that's just how we are, and we all accept that. That being said, sometimes yes, due to whether it's success, due to good luck, due to just circumstances that you were born into, sometimes that can help you feel a little bit more positive about whether it's your accomplishments or just your own circumstance. And that's when, in my opinion, the ego starts building up. Now, some of it can be merited. Like if you are an A student throughout college and, you know, you're applying for grad school and, and yeah, you have every right to kind of say, hey, well, you know what, I'm a I'm a 3.9 GPA or, or something like that. Like that's that's all merited. But once that continues building up and this continues and that sort of begins to feel like you now have more privilege over others or you feel like, no, I deserve more because of my accomplishments, that's when I think the ego starts building up. And it can happen in anything. We've seen it in relationships where, like, for example, I've seen it in just some of my, like, former friends who've had relationships that just been broken up, for example, that's due to somebody just feeling like they're pulling more of the weight in the relationship. Like, sometimes that happens in relationships. Sometimes, yeah, one has to take the lead over the other on, on some things. But for the most part, hopefully it's 50-50. But when that person that maybe pulled that weight a little bit more during, let's say, a tough time, and then they begin to use that against their partner, then, okay, now your ego's starting to build up. Or if, let's say, you know that you, I hate to make this kind of comparison, but like, let's say you know you're making more than your partner. And if you at any point kind of throw that at, at that other partner, you've just, A, you've just messed up that relationship because now that's always going to be there. But also now your ego is starting to build up. And we see it also with teammates as well when, if you're at work and if somebody, Maybe if somebody does a little bit more of a better job at a certain thing than the others, and if they begin to use that against our other teammates, then, yeah, your ego's beginning to now shatter the, the, the teamwork. It's no longer a team. Now it's just you and a bunch of other people. And and that's unfortunate because now those other people, they either have to decide, okay, I'm either going to just accept what this person is saying and I'm just going to have to deal with it, or I, I, I'm going to respond back. And that's going to lead to conflict. And obviously that's going to lead to problems. So that's kind of how at least I saw it with, with, with ego and how this talk, because we've seen in the past with a lot of things, at least what I've seen, uh, ego and pride on, on work. I see it a, a, a lot with work, not, maybe not so much friendship nowadays, but I see it a lot with, with different circumstances um, that, yeah, it feels like, okay, yes, you've accomplished that. That's great, but... You don't need to be. You don't need to be acting a sort of way. You need to be acting differently because of that. Now the ego's coming into play, and and it could lead to bad things. What, what do you think about all all of this? 
Uh, well, I want to backtrack just a little bit and kind of agree with something that you said. You said that um, people, some people may say that they're, or some people who are, who are more humble may say that they don't have an ego or that it's it's not like that. And I want to agree with you when you said, yes, everybody has a little bit of an ego because ego is basically, I think ego sometimes gets a, like a bad rap, but, and, and obviously, but I think ego is, it's basically a person's self-esteem. It's a person's self-importance. And so some people do have a bigger ego than others, and that's because they consider themselves more important or like higher esteemed than others. And some people have not as big of an ego, smaller ego, but everybody has an ego and it's just kind of how you how you see yourself. And so sometimes I agree, like your ego will get bruised in certain situations where you don't feel like you're getting the importance that you feel you deserve or you don't get a position that you feel you deserve, or you don't get the respect that you feel that you deserve in a relationship, in a friendship, in like a teamwork project at work or something like that. So, and I want to reverse a little bit of what you were saying. You were saying, you know, sometimes ego comes in and like an agreement, agreements, of course, an agreement, sorry. Um, you were saying that sometimes someone, like let's say in a relationship, you have like a partner making more money than the other. And so that person's kind of like letting their ego get to them. But then the un, like to reverse that, the person who is making less money could also be letting, and, and this is in certain situations, they could also let the fact that the other person makes more money than them get to their ego. And maybe it could bruise their ego if, if it's a certain uh, role that they're playing in the relationship or something. They, that could affect them um, being overlooked in certain things could affect your ego because now you're like oh am I not am I not enough or you could be like I am enough why aren't I getting this recognition and so it's it it exists in all wakes of life I think ego I don't think ego is like is a bad thing because it is how you view yourself and how you would like others to view you but it does have to be kept in check and that's hard I I've had my ego sometimes I've had to check my own ego sometimes I probably didn't check my own ego and I should have checked my own ego but I think ego can also be blinding and and it's and I've experienced that before too in in lots of parts of life but it's tough. Ego is just It's tough but because also it can empower you and it can be at times something that motivates you. It can be something that helps you overcome something. I think we just had this episode about fear and going back to that sometimes your ego helps you overcome a fear. It helps you overcome no, I'm I'm insert whatever title here. No, I need to do this. Or no, I've never had this issue before. So I'm going to overcome this because of, you know, whatever. And I I think it it can be helpful. But I think a lot of times we see it do more harm than good. And especially when it's not kept in check. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how how does one keep it in check? Because it's sort of like you said, it's a, it's a self-evaluation. Like if you know that you are an excellent painter, let's say, for example, and you know, and and you're maybe working in a or working for a a person because usually they're like independent contractors, or whatever. But you're working for somebody who maybe doesn't appreciate what art is, or maybe doesn't appreciate your art. So you have to let him or her know, hey, I'm actually an award winning artist. I actually have won these. Like this is the reason why I'm charging you this, or this is why you should appreciate what I've done. That might be seen as being egotistical, being like, no, yeah. no, now you're giving yourself way too yeah, much credit. Being arrogant. Yeah, you're being arrogant. But maybe you're just educating that person saying, no, actually, I I, I am accomplished. Like, I am, I, I do deserve more than what you're giving me credit for. So how do you really find that balance? That's you a have good to have question. a third party 
to like be the narrator, like, not the narrator, but the uh, like, like the kind of moderator. Mediator. Yeah, the mediator. Like, is that yeah. what you, like? It's tough. Sometimes. It is tough, and and that makes a lot of sense. I don't know actually, <laughs> but maybe it depends on how you come off. Like, I think it's I I respect someone who has great self-esteem and knows their value in certain situations and knows what they bring to the table but it's about how it comes off it's about how that person is communicating that to the world to whoever to the person interested in buying their art or whatever in in any situation i think that for me for me to to like personally for me to look at someone and not think that they're arrogant or not think that they have a huge ego is it it's on how they come off you know i i'm all for like and I'm, I work on this too sometimes, but I'm all for when like someone who can take a compliment, like someone who because if if someone can't take a compliment, that also says something about their ego too. Like if someone's like, "Hey, you did a great job," no, I didn't. Like, and I've I'm totally been a victim of this, <laughs> and I've been on both sides of this. I've like I've I've not been able to take a compliment, and I've also like been upset with someone who just can't take my compliment. Like, just take my compliment, just say thank you. But I've also been on the other side, so I get it. I'm working on it, but I think that it again. That's this comes down to balance. I think that. You should be like you should know your self worth. You should know that you are important and and what you bring to the table. But you should also communicate that in a way that doesn't come off as arrogant. Right. Now, how to do that? I don't know. I think it depends on the person. Some people just have strong personalities, yeah. and that's not a bad thing. But I mean, I guess how do you tell somebody too? Like, how do you say, hey, you know, you need to bring it down a notch well, with your ego? Well, like, let, let me, I don't want to. Well, let me ask you this. I think I see, at least for me, I see it a lot sometimes. I saw it in the past more than now, but more with my friends. Okay. Like sometimes, yeah, like one might come off a little bit more. And even I think about even some of the TV shows that we watch. Like I think about there's uh, an Insecure, for example. There's that one friend who's kind of thinks she's a little bit, I guess, better than the, some of the like the Issa and some of the other people like throw the parties or whatever. I forgot the character's name. I don't know name. It's not Kelly. Yeah, but do you, you know, know, you know what you're talking about? Yeah. It's Amanda Seals' character. Yeah. And so – I think we all have either run into or we might even have somebody in our friends that kind of comes off like that sometimes. Who has a big ego. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And maybe more than others because like we said, we all do, but maybe one is a little bit more of an alpha yeah. than sometimes we would like to be comfortable with. How do you deal with that or how do you – I mean friendship is a little bit different. Like if it's somebody like a stranger, I think – it could be easy to just ignore because, well, I don't know this person. This person doesn't matter to me. Or it could be, I don't know this person, so I'm just going to tell him or her what I think about it. But when it comes mm-hmm. to friendship, I mean, that's really sensitive because yeah. you don't want to completely shatter the person and be like, you know. Yeah, you don't want to break them down. Yeah, They're you don't want to chop them down. Good for them. But, but at the same time, you realize that you, you, you have to, in a way, you know, this is your friend. So you're going to interact with him or her yeah. for a while until you decide to either end the friendship or whatever happens. So how do you deal with that? I don't, for me, what I, the way I've done it before is just kind of, I've just joked around and I've kind of poked back at any kind of little jab that they have thrown at not just myself, but at the rest of the group because it's kind of like, okay, now you, now you've gone a little bit too far. Sometimes we, most of the part, we just let her roll off our sleeves and that's fine. But we know some of them's like, okay. And I don't know why we just don't be more sincere. Maybe it just feels like, okay, we don't want to seem like we're overly sensitive about it. Like, you hurt our feelings or that's not that. So maybe it's easier to just kind of poke back and be like, hey, to try to keep that person in check. Now, I have a question about this, though. Mm. Now, this person who or these examples that you're bringing up, someone who has a big ego or someone who comes off a certain way, are they putting others down while they're bringing themselves up? At times they have. Okay, that's what I don't think is cool. I think if you you know you got it going on in whatever category, good for you. But... Mm. 
I draw the line at putting others like if it's a friend and that friend is like, I'm better than all of you. Then Ooh. that's that's when it's like, no, actually, you can see yourself out. Right. Um, because that's that that's taking ego to another level. Like and and also, why are you surrounding yourself? Like if you're so much better, why are you surrounding yourself with people who are not better than who are not to your level? Like that's yeah. that's what makes me wonder. I think that then that's why I'm asking, because I I wouldn't want that. Like so I'm, now I'm trying to figure out what's worse, like someone who has a big ego and can't back it up like they just think that they have it going on or they think that they're really good at this or they think that there's this incredible person but they're not or somebody who is a great person and is incredible at whatever we're talking about mm-hmm. um and brings it up constantly like is right. it okay like if someone can back it up like if someone is okay like let's say let's just go with like school like if someone is a straight a student mm-hmm. they're a straight a student there's that's a fact they are getting only a's and they're just always bringing it up right is that a stress? Like, is that how do I put it? Like, is would that like being around somebody like that who's just always talking about like? And I'm not saying don't celebrate your successes. You should celebrate your successes, and you should be around people who want to celebrate your successes. But if they're always bringing it up and it's in, in a way that's putting others down, is that like? I mean, that's does a, that, that makes sense. Yeah, that's a, that that makes sense. It's 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 tough because. You can't deny that it's, that it's false. I mean, it's true. I mean, mm-hmm. if they're a straight A student, you, there's yeah. there's numbers that actually show that that's true. I mean, so there's no avoiding that. But at the same time, you do want to see people be humble, especially those close true. to you. And so, I mean, like the Kendrick song, just be humble. We want to see people be humble. Is it a little tougher to ask them to be humble about it? Maybe a little yeah. bit because, yeah, because. Like if they have straight A's, how can you be like, hey, can you like not talk yeah. about your straight A's? Because yeah. cool. like you wouldn't, you wouldn't ask somebody that. Right. For, so it's like. Like for me, like I, I guess I would try to, I, I, I know it might not be the best strategy. I guess for me, what I would try to do is like even just kind of make a little joke just to kind of realize, okay, you need to be aware that you're doing this a lot. So uh, okay. I would say something like I would be in the conversation and let's say this guy's name was like Melvin or something. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I would just say something, Hey Melvin, before you tell us about your straight A's, let me, I got to mention this. So that's a little poke and okay. that's a little bit of truth. And yeah, that might hurt a little bit, but if it reaches that point, I might have to resort to that. Okay. It's not, I'm just not. Just to like check Melvin? Just to check Melvin and just be like, okay. all right, like if we're having this big conversation, like if me and you were talking right now and yeah. Melvin was here, I said, Hey Melvin, before you talk to Yvette, uh, before you tell me about your straight A's, let me tell this to you about one more thing. So it's kind of like, all right, you're Just probably going to do this know, yeah. like that. Now, can that be seen as humiliating? Yes. And uh, it wouldn't well, it be depends. my first. Again, it depends on Melvin's ego. Ah, because okay. if he's like, oh, okay, like, yeah, I do bring it up a lot. Mm-hmm. I, well, yeah, but I, I think, yeah, it depends on his ego and how yeah. in check. Maybe mm-hmm. you're checking him, but maybe he has to check yeah. himself or maybe he won't check himself. And, and I'm not trying to encourage. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not trying to encourage like poking fun at everybody yeah but i'd rather have that than just have some sort of confrontation and be like hey you know you need to do this or whatnot because i i i don't know at least in my experiences i feel like those little things kind of begin to make the person realize okay this is kind of their signal of saying all right back down a little bit because if you go and have a heart to heart not that that's a bad thing Sometimes that might be seen as weakness to that egotistic person. Yeah. Like saying, oh, you're weak. Look, you're coming to me saying, please stop doing this. You're, you're, you don't care about my accomplishment. So I don't care about what you think. Yeah. Because you're not as good as I am at insert whatever. And that's sad. And that's sad to think that that happens, but it does actually happen. And how do you deal with that? 
It really is tough. It's easier, I think, in the sense of maybe with strangers because you don't necessarily have to deal with it, but with friends and with family. Yeah. And then maybe the toughest with relationships. Yeah. It could be the toughest because then, I mean, that vulnerability is there. And if you confront your partner and say, hey, you know what? Um, I, we need you, we need to talk about this. Maybe they are. Maybe if their ego is too big about something, they might, they might see it as well. We're supposed to be a team and you don't want to celebrate my success at this. And it, it, it can be really complicated. Right. But it's, I mean, it, because, and I'm asking all of this because it's a balance. I think it should be, I think if you have a success, you should share it and you should be able to, sh- I mean, and if, if you want to, like, I think the success is different for everybody, but. I, I, I would assume that as a person, you would want to be able, if you want to celebrate a success and you share it with people, you would want, you know, them to be happy for you and know that you're not trying to be arrogant that you, and I guess if they're, if the people around you know, you know, your ego, it would work out. But yeah. I'd also want to make sure like that, that there's a balance. Like there's. How have you, how have you, uh, have you ever had to deal with something like that? that you've had I'm to trying kind to of... think about that. And mm. no, I don't think I've, I mean, I've had friends that sometimes will say things and I'm just like, okay, here we go again. <laughs> but. Never like never to an extent where it's like I feel like I have to check you and now I have to tell you, right. hey, tone it down a notch. Maybe in the I can't think of an example. And I'm sorry about that. But I, I think in a way like in the poke fun thing, maybe that's come up. I, I can picture my friends doing that and I can picture me doing that in a very like playful and just kind of like on our level type of thing. But I can't think of any specific examples of like when I've really had to check somebody. But I've also like if I know. If I if my memory serves me right, but it's not really, <laughs> I know that there are a lot of things that I would just probably let go, right. and I would probably just be like, oh, whatever. It's that's. But I think that's also, and I'm not saying my ego is perfect. I'm sure my ego could use a lot of work, but I think that's also my ego. The fact that I'm willing to let it go, or the willing the the fact that I'm willing to just ignore it, mm-hmm. may say something. But there have been cases where I can't ignore it. And I'm not going to say anything, but I can't ignore it. But that's also my ego feeling some type of way about the way that someone else is talking about something. So, yes, my ego gets bruised all the time. Sure. You know, sometimes it doesn't. And I'm glad. Sometimes I'm like, oh, cool. I can I can take that. Like, but rejection is a big like rejection is like when I think about like certain things that I've applied for, whether it's like a scholarship or a job or just like certain things that I've like thought that I was qualified for Mm -hmm. and didn't get. Yes, ego bruised a little bit. Um, I think the opposite of ego, or I guess of like having a big ego, what is that? Like not having any self-confidence? Like hmm. being... Being too humble? I don't know. I don't... Because, I mean, yeah, some, yeah, I think that some people can be too humble. Yeah. No, I guess not too humble, but like extra humble. <laughs> I guess that's the same thing. Because yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just now I'm trying to think what is the opposite of having... What, just, too selfless just to like you're gonna help everybody like, like a doormat yeah you can be walked over okay i guess that that could be it and we and we we know that there's there's people out there who are who are like that and they might accept it because they they see it as all right well i'm just willing to help out with everybody or i'm willing to listen to everybody mm-hmm. so in their mind or their their thought they think okay i'm just being i'm just being humble i'm just being that one maybe they don't realize that okay no, we all have our limits. We all have things that, you know, we need to stand up for. And this might be an opportunity for you to do that. And that could be the case, but it just depends on how the person feels. And I wanted to ask you, was there ever was there ever a moment that you can think of that your own ego stopped you from doing something or, or you realize, you know what, it didn't work out the way I wanted to because I was either overconfident or I was... You know, whatever. Has, has there ever been a moment when you felt like, you know what, 
I just have been humbled here. But it wasn't because somebody else said it. It was we we've had that moment that like okay, I just learned my I just learned a lesson here my, by myself. Does that make sense? It does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Right. Probably like the answer that you has ever been. Yes, probably. I'm trying to think of a specific example. Mm-hmm. <sighs> So if you have one in the meantime, <laughs> that works too. I think. But go ahead. I think like professionally, probably when when I I got interviewed by ESPN years ago, and I got flown out, and it was great, and I had had a lot of success in freelancing. Like just it was it became easy for me. Like I just writing, and then like you have. Everything from this sounds ridiculous, but it's true, like gaining Twitter followers and gaining a, a following and then having people ask you to be part of their like radio show, like call in to talk about this. And it's like, oh, my goodness, they want to listen. They want to hear me talk about this. Like, this is amazing. And then when the ESPN interview happened and they like I interviewed with them five times, it was like five or six times somewhere around there. And then finally they flew me out. And yeah, and it was great. And touring everything and seeing some of these ESPN quote unquote celebrities and it was great. And then I'm like, okay, we'll give you, you know, we'll give you a call. We'll evaluate. And then a week passed and then that second week passed. And then I finally got the message that I did not get the job. That was very devastating. And I think it made it more devastating, not just because it's, yeah, it's your, it's the dream job or whatever, but it's because I had already told myself that I was going to have that uh... job. Like I was already like, I've had so much success over these past two years freelancing. What's going to stop me? Like, they're just going to, of course, they're going to welcome me. And it didn't happen. Like, it, it was devastating, but it, it was it was really tough because my ego took a big shot. And, it you know, and it needed to. Now, going back to it, it definitely needed it. And so I'm I'm actually thankful for all that because it it turned out well. Like, it turned out to what I was, you know, what I'm doing now, which, which I, I, I enjoy. But... Yeah, that's just that's when I realized and I would sit in at my place and just be like, wow, like did this did this really happen? Like how can this happen? Like everything was going the way I th- I thought it was going to go and it just and it didn't. So yeah, your ego gets in check and 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 but it was my fault. It's not that people were praising me left and right and saying, "Oh yeah, you're definitely going to get this gig." It was just my own head. And that's unfortunate, but I learned a big lesson and learned to be more humble and we moved on. So that's that's kind of my my story about about that. Okay, so that kind of I guess inspired my story. It's it's very similar, so I'm kind of copying you, but that's all I could think of. No, it's all right. I'm sure there's other stuff though. But I yeah, I had a similar situation a few years back where I applied for a job and this was right after I had finished school, so I was, you know, obviously I needed a job and I was excited that I got an interview and then I got kind of I, I had I had a connection. So I applied and I they reached out. So, you know, like one thing is applying and then never hearing back. So you're like, okay, your ego gets bruised, but you're kind of like, eh, you didn't get as attached to it. But um, I did. I heard back and I had a phone interview. And I remember that I was in the store with my mom, I think. we um, I was home for – I had finished one. I came home for the holidays. And so I was in the store and then I got this call. And so I felt like weird. I was in the, one of these aisles and I was interviewing sort of. It was a, kind of like a pre-interview. Mm-hmm. But I felt good that I knew answers to certain things. Like it was um, – there was like a political – I don't remember what it was. But there was something political going on at the time. This was, this was for a reporter job. And there was something political going on at the time. And I felt good about it because I had read up on it and I wasn't even in – I was in Chicago before. So this – and this was this job was back here. Um, in Salt Lake City. 
And so I was like, wow, I, I knew that. And like, I felt like, you know, I would have felt bad if if they had asked something about that political situation, which, which I really can't remember. But I would have felt like, oh, well, there goes that if I didn't know the answer, if I didn't have an opinion on that. Mm-hmm. But I was able to provide that. So I was feeling good. I was like, whoa, I did that. OK, I got this. You know, you get a boost of ego because you're like, wow, OK, I can do this. And so from then that phone interview turned into a real interview. And it also it went well. I felt good about it. I nice. thought, you know, like. All right, I can see myself working here. I can see myself doing this. I can see myself like I just I started. I, I think the problem was that I started building like a life around it. So I was like, okay, well now this leads to this, and this leads to this, and this everything oh, is. And I was like, it's not like I told somebody like I'm gonna get this job. Like, but I I was I was ready to like basically I was ready to accept the job and like start this life that I had created based off on these like little things that were happening. And um, I finally got the call. I don't remember how often, how later then, but I got the call, and it was, and I knew because you had the caller ID, so I knew that I was like, okay, it's now. I'm gonna find out. Woo. And I didn't get it. And I mm. they told me that. I was one of the top three candidates, so they were like they were very like they really were considering me. But basically, like we we decided to go with someone else, and that moment was code for there was somebody better than you, <laughs> which is true, I guess. Like not in a like a, an insulting way, but you know, obviously, if you were hiring somebody, you would want the better person. So you, the whoever you choose, in a sense, is better than you who you didn't choose for at least in your opinion. And so, right. but I you know I've heard that and I felt that, and I was just so disappointed because like I had built. A life around it like I was like I I, and and I don't think that's a bad thing sometimes that's just what you do you can't you also don't want to be negative and be like I'm not gonna get it I'm not gonna get it I'm not qualified I'm not which I I've, I've also applied to things that I didn't think I was qualified for and then actually, you know what? That worked out. So I don't even know. Um, but that's the problem. Like I, I expected something and I not only expected. Well, yeah, I guess I expected it and I had built a bunch of things around it. So right. it wasn't just like, OK, cool. I could take this job. It was like, cool, I could take this job and then I could do this and then I could move here and then I could. And I was just I was ready and then I didn't get it. So it was like I it was, I was rejected in a sense. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, there's an, not in a sense. I was rejected for the position. Mm. And yeah, it hurt my ego. How and, long how long did it take for you to kind of get back and you'd be like, you know what, we're just going to move on and, and that's it. It took about, it took a few weeks. Like it's not like it like took over my life, but it took a few weeks because I would think about it and I'd be like, oh man, and then this didn't happen and then this, like, and then I would wonder like, well, what more do I need? And then also it, 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 I, it, I worried because I had just finished school and I'm like, I didn't get that job. Now what, what's next? You know? So it took, it took a few weeks and then I, I think when was it? The month after I got a call and I did get a job. So that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> I probably forgot about the other one then. Um, and I actually hadn't thought about that until now. So obviously I got over it at some point, but because at some, like I, I realized I, I guess I wasn't as qualified as the person who got the job for this job, but I was qualified for another job and I ended up being there for a while and I liked it. And, and so it, yeah, I, I had to check myself at some point and be like, well, I had to tell myself, okay, well, this is how, this is how it went down and this is what is. And, and I think sometimes with, with ego, especially you have to check yourself, not only into thinking, like not only to like checking yourself, bringing it down, like being like, Hey, take it, take it down a notch. Sometimes you have to tell yourself, Hey, take it up a notch. Like you're not a failure. Yeah. You're not a loser. You're not incompetent. <laughs> like, I mean, unless you are, but <laughs> incompetent that is, <laughs> um, but just kind of like, I, I had to check myself and bring myself up because my ego was bruised mm-hmm. i had to let it heal and be like all right you know you you can do this you couldn't do this or i guess it's not that you couldn't do this it's just somebody else they chose somebody else and that's it and that person was probably just more qualified and that is what it is but it's not the end of the world and it's not 
you know, it's not over. And it was proof because it wasn't. I mean, I, I, I went on to another thing. But, yeah, like I think that's important. It's just the whole balance thing. You have to make sure you're checking yourself, bringing it down and checking yourself, bringing it up and like having a good balance of who you are and what you want and just making sure that you're doing good things to keep that in check, to keep you in check. Okay, that was our show for today. Yvette, thank you for the conversation. Don't forget to tell your friends to subscribe to us. We are on Apple Podcast. We are on the KSL News Radio app, also on Stitcher, Radio Public, and many other platforms. You can find us. Just go ahead and check and search KSL Cafecito. You can find us on social media or at KSL Cafecito. For me on social media, I am at Joel Caranas. And I'm at Evie Cruz on Twitter. And find us on Facebook at KSL Cafecito. And if you have any thoughts or comments on this topic or any of our, our topics, let us know. We are coming up also on one year of doing Cafecito. So we are looking forward to doing a nice little one-year special, anniversary special, where we'll talk all different kinds of subjects. And, of course, we'll continue keeping updated on some of the different things that we'll do on social media. Thanks for listening. Thank you.